The Viable Group, Inc. is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. Welcome to the three big questions of retirement with Tim Brown of The Viable Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tim provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here with the answers to your financial questions is Tim Brown. Well, welcome to the three big questions of retirement. My name is Tim Brown from the Viable Group. And as you know, the three big questions of retirement are, is my money in the right place? Will my nest egg help me maintain my current lifestyle once I retire? And what happens to my family when something happens to me? Now, today we're going to be talking about a really interesting topic for this year, which is 401k or your retirement plan mistakes and questions. And that really fits in with, is my money in the right place? Because you don't want to make mistakes with your money. But before we get into it, I want to welcome my co-host to the show, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you? I'm doing great, Tim. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I've been uh, good. The family is good. All things considered, everything's going well. Um, You know, I've been really enjoying getting outside more lately and getting some things done, Uh, you know, so I'm keeping busy. How about you? What's going on over there? We have been very busy. We are uh, an essential service, so we're here in the office working every day. We're having appointments in person. We're having appointments by Zoom. We seem to just be rolling along. Everything's going great. The economy's picking back up. Uh, Texas is moving along a little bit. Well, that's good. That's good. I, I, you know, the economy is what we've been concerned about. And, you know, I'm, uh, the unemployment numbers are, are getting a little bit better. And, you know, the market had a pickup, but it's been volatile lately. So we need to make sure we look at uh, our money and make sure we're not making mistakes. And speaking of that, I, I'm looking forward to talking about uh, 401ks today because, you know, I have a 401k, my wife does, and they are common. Most people I know have them uh, as retirement accounts through their work. Uh, but sometimes I get the sense that people don't understand them very well. That's right. And the reason this is so timely is you mentioned unemployment. Well, a lot of people are, are going to be laid off, and that means their 401k needs to be rolled over. And then some people are going to be starting new jobs, and that means they're going to get the chance to enroll in a 401k or 403b. So, one of the biggest mistakes you can make is with rollover. So let's start with the basics of a 401k. When you put money into a 401k account, you're essentially making a deal with the government. The government lets you deposit the money into your very own 401k account before you've paid taxes on it, and you agree to leave the money there until you retire or until the age of 59 and a half. Normally, If you take the money out early, the government hits you where it hurts, in your wallet. Generally, you pay a 10% penalty tax and you pay regular income tax. Now, Tony, 
there's something I want to bring up because we're in the midst of this uncharted territory of uh, COVID-19. This year, they've waived the 10% penalty for distributions, and there are no mandatory withholding requirements. There are some other things, and so I would suggest anyone considering a 401k rollover, give us a call, give your financial services uh, professional a call, or give us a call because all the rules have changed for 2020. Wow. Okay, that's important to note. And, you know, uh, people talk about the penalties, but uh, they say they're horrible, but 10% uh, doesn't sound that bad. I know it's not peanuts, but it doesn't seem super aggressive either. Well, yeah, but you got to walk through the math. It may not sound like much, but you could get about two-thirds less of your money if you do it the wrong way. And if you're young, you're losing the growth potential that could come from keeping money in a retirement account. So a lot of us consider a 401k a windfall, but think carefully before cashing it out. You want to avoid taxation on the money, and it can't. Even with the money here that we're talking about with the changes for COVID, uh, for the COVID requirements in 2020, they're still going to tax the money. They're just going to tax it over a three-year period. So it's hard to avoid taxation. Remember, the government's agreed not to tax your money when you put it in, but when you take it out, the government gets its share. Sure. There you go. Seems like uh, Uncle Sam always gets his share eventually. And the scary thing is, I don't even think he's my real uncle. <laughs> well, he may not be, but you're going to have a hard time getting rid of him. <laughs> now, the benefit to you with a 401k is that your money gets to grow tax advantaged all the time that it was in deferral. Eventually, you are going to pay taxes on your distributions, but you control somewhat when and how you'll pay them. So we want to avoid any rollover mistake that would lead you to paying higher taxes on the entire amount. Your 401k distribution is viewed by the IRS as ordinary income. That means it hits your tax return. That means you pay taxes on it, whether you take a dollar or whether you take a million dollars. If the amount of a distribution pushes you into a higher tax bracket, then you pay a higher tax rate on that money. That's not great. We actually sit down when anytime I'm sitting with a client, anytime I'm sitting with someone who wants to hire us or is considering hiring us, I always have a tax chart right in front of me because I want to know that. These are things save. we try to save our clients money on taxes. Well, and that's good. Are there ways to minimize that tax burden or avoid that? Yeah. Many people, especially with help of a good professional and experienced professional will plan to take their tax deferred distributions over time and in smaller amounts. Mm. Here's another way to do it. You can balance withdrawals from tax deferred accounts like 401ks and tax advantaged accounts like Roth IRAs or some properly structured life insurance policy. So those accounts, when you do that, those accounts include money that's already been taxed. It won't be treated as ordinary income, and it could help you control your tax bracket later in life. Remember this, Tony, like everything in life, it's not how much money you make, it's how much money you keep. 
Ah, right there. Uh, that's important to note. <laughs> I understand that. And I think that um, it's always a good reminder that uh, the money you keep is the important part. What's another common mistake related to 401k plans, though? Yeah, it deals with the actual rollover and the uh, way it's done. When you roll over your 401k, you choose into an IRA, you typically choose between a direct rollover and an indirect rollover. With a direct rollover, your funds go directly from your 401k to the new custodian, to your new IRA. The money never crosses your path. Now, if possible, that option is preferable because it is, it is your most likely mistake-proof option. We helped I don't know how many clients with 401k rollovers. Every single 401k is different, and we we navigate our way to try to get to that direct rollover. Yes. With an indirect rollover, it's different. You take possession of your money from your 401k, and you're responsible for putting it into another retirement account within a 60-day period. They call that the 60-day rule. So what is the 60-day rule? Well, you've got to complete your rollover within 60 days, or the IRS considers it an early withdrawal. If you withdraw your funds for an indirect rollover, typically your former employer is required to withhold 20% of the money Again, I'm going to put an asterisk by that because they, they're not doing that in 2020. That's one of the things they've waived. Yeah, that's good. Okay. But normally, if you do this in 2021, they will withhold 20% so that they can pay taxes on the money on your behalf if you don't complete the rollover. Now, if you follow the rules, you get the 20% back. But let me give you an example. Let's say you're using $200,000 as the amount of your 401k. Uh, rollover and you're going to do it as an indirect rollover. You receive a check for 160000 That's 80% of your $200,000 401k. You roll it over into a new account, but your employer withholds $40,000, sends that to the IRS. You do your job. You put the 160000 within the 60-day period into an IRA. Great. Everything's great but you didn't get the other 40000 into the IRA unless you supplemented it with your own money, with personal funds when you rolled it over. Because remember, you didn't get two hundred; You only got $160,000. Wow. Okay. So um, obviously this can get a little complicated, <laughs> but if I understand it, if you don't use your own money to make up for it, it's like you just took the money right out of the account then, right? That's right. So if you don't supplement the account, the amount, the 20% is considered withdrawal. It's subject to tax, all of that. So that would not be good. One more factor to consider you can only take one indirect withdrawal in any given 12-month period. That's why we recommend and counsel our clients into performing direct trustee-to-trustee -trustee rollovers. Indirect rollovers can be costly, and it's easy to make a mistake. Yeah, yeah. And now let's take a quick break here, but before we do, is there anything you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, I'd like you to go to our website, 
theviablegroup.com. You can listen to past radio shows. You can uh, schedule an appointment with us, whether it be Zoom or whether it be a person-to-person appointment. And give us a call, 210-824-1750. All right, sounds good. Thank you so much, Tim. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of the three big questions of retirement and our host, Tim Brown, after this. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call the Viable Group at 210-824-1750 or visit theviablegroup.com to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. And welcome back to the three big questions of retirement. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host is Tim Brown. And today we're talking about some common mistakes when it comes to 401k plans. And I know in this segment you wanted to talk about how to ensure that our 401k plans stay with us. Um, so I know that's a big factor here, right? Oh, it's a huge factor. Tony, have you ever spent an afternoon wondering you know, I thought I had an extra $20 in my wallet and it just disappeared. Did I stop at the store? Did I go to lunch? (laughs) What happened to that money? Yep. That's happened to me. Well, think about this. Did you know that Americans lost $7.7 billion worth of retirement savings? This is in 2015, not because the market went up or the market went down, because they accidentally and unknowingly abandoned their 401k. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, 7.7 billion, that's billion with a B? Billion with a B. And it's likely to continue. Here's why. We're changing jobs more often. That's just, that's been true for a long time. That you know that the average 55 to 60 year old person has held an average of 12 jobs from the time they're 18 to the time they're 50. Wow. So easy to lose track of an old 401k account. You just move on and you're meeting new people. You got a new job. Maybe you changed locations. Maybe your old employer lost track of you. Now, companies have obligations to track you down, but that's not always easy either. Maybe you moved, maybe you changed your name due to marriage or due to divorce. You see, it's up to you to keep track of your money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be a good idea to forget about that retirement account. That's for sure. No, because remember, we're all talking about is my nest egg and we're trying to build one here going to maintain my current lifestyle once I retire lost accounts mean lost retirement income for you. It means less money for your beneficiaries, less money for your spouse, less money for your children, less money for your church. I'm telling you, you can avoid this problem by rolling over your 401k into your new 401k. That's an option or, and I like this option better, directly into an individual retirement account or an IRA. Make sure that if you are going to keep your old 401k, 
make sure that they have updated contact information for you and continue to track your account's performance. Now, if you do that, it helps you keep track of your accounts. But what happens if you're not around? Who's going to remember where you worked? Everybody's going to remember your last job, but they may not remember your fourth job. And remember, most of us have about 12 by the time that we retire. So how are your beneficiaries going to find these accounts? How are your beneficiaries going to find these accounts? Consolidation helps, but you need to keep track of things, okay? You have to get organized. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's important uh, to get organized, and I know you have tools to help them with that, right? We do. Uh, nowadays, the cloud is very, very secure, and yep. there are a lot of things out there. We use a tool called the Generational Vault. It's where you can store all your important documents digitally and keep access to them 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah, and I, I think that's really important. So um, looking back at the 401k mistakes, uh, what's another common one that people often make? We've mentioned rolling over your 401k when you change jobs. Now, if you're starting a new job and it offers a 401k, it is a good idea to either move your old 401k to a new one, but that's not always the best idea. And we try to deal with best practices and the best idea. You may have more control by rolling your old 401k over to an IRA. You see, with an employer-sponsored plan like a 401k, you typically choose from a menu of options, several pre-selected investments you know, and they can all be from one company. Sometimes they aren't the best investment. Sometimes they're not the best fund. Sometimes they have higher fees. If you don't like those investments, there's not a lot you can do. In contrast, if you roll over your old 401k into an IRA, it allows you to choose from a larger selection of investment options. So if investing worries you, you can always seek the help of a financial services professional like us to assist you. Yeah. And that's, that's really important working with a, a financial professional, somebody you can trust. And how do you decide between doing it yourself and, and working with a professional? I assume that the doing it yourself option is not recommended. Well, always what you want in life, Tony, is to find balance, the balance between independence and professional assistance that works best for you at a price you're willing to pay. We are very, very conscious of what clients pay because if you can save a little bit of money, it makes a huge difference over a long period of time. You're going to have more control with an IRA, and it will give you the chance to put aside funds before the government takes out the money. There are even things called Roth IRAs, and with a Roth IRA, you pay the taxes up front, but then both your growth and your withdrawals are tax-free. The bottom line is this is a very important, complicated decision, and I recommend most people should consult with a financial services professional to make sure they get it right and that it fits their needs. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, with a Roth or a traditional, uh, either way, you're getting some type of tax advantage with those retirement accounts, right? Yes, that's absolutely right. With a potential tax advantage source of income sounds good in retirement, 
remember two things before rolling over a, con- a 401k and converting it to a Roth. You're going to have to pay taxes on the full amount that you do the conversion. And depending on future tax rates, a Roth conversion might not be the option that fits your needs. You may find additional benefits depending on what's going on in your life. See, IRAs and 401ks offer different benefits. Let me give you a couple of examples. First-time home buyers can take a $10,000 distribution from an IRA account without a penalty. That's good. But And there's no exemption for withdrawals from a 401k. Conversely, many 401k plans offer loans that enable you to avoid taxes and early withdrawal penalties. IRAs don't allow that. So, Discussing your unique situation with an experienced financial services professional can help you assess your options. There's a multitude of investment options out there for IRAs. It can be difficult to know what best suits your specific situation. That's why when we meet with clients, when we meet with people and we're helping them out, we're always trying to determine what their needs are and what their risk tolerance is. Now, I thought I'd ask you about some of the differences between the two types of uh, retirement savings plans. Uh, let's uh, dig into that a little bit. Um, I know that there's uh, 401ks, there's 403bs. Uh, so where do we start with this? Well, they're actually named after the section of the tax code 401k and 403B. Here's what your our listeners need to know. 401k plans are offered by private for-profit companies. On the other hand, government employers, nonprofit organizations, that's who offers 403B plans. So we're going to talk about some of the differences between them. Yeah. And I think that's good. So uh, is there one of these plans that's more common than the other? My guess is 401ks. Well, your guess would be correct, Tony. They are much, much, much more common than of the two options. These plans are employer-sponsored. They give the the opportunity to employees to make tax-deferred contributions. So, in effect, you are lowering your salary voluntarily and sending that money to your 401k account. So, that comes out of your paycheck directly before taxes are deducted. Here's the key. In 401k plans, many employers, although not all, offer matching. What that means is if you put some money in, the employer puts some money in too. Employers do that so that they can retain key people and so that they can hire key people and so that when their employees retire, say someone puts in a 40 or 50-year career with the same company, they walk away with a good amount of a nest egg. Uh, some even offer pro- uh, features like profit sharing as well. All oh. earnings, yeah, which is great. All earnings are tax deferred, meaning they're only going to be taxed as income when they're distributed, and distributions are taxed like ordinary income. So that's how a 401k works. Well, uh, who can have a 403b plan then? Okay, good question. 403b plans are for employees of public schools tax-exempt organizations, ministers. Think about this. If you're a teacher, a public school administrator, a government employee, a nurse, a doctor, a librarian, you may have this type of retirement vehicle. 
funds in 403Bs can be invested in mutual funds. It can be invested in annuities. Some allow a shorter vesting period of time. They may, may permit immediate vesting options. One important difference between a 401k and a 403b is that 403b plans, the kinds for uh, nonprofits or tax-exempt organizations, cannot involve profit sharing from an employer. That's because nonprofit organizations are not designed to create and realize profit. So 401k plans and 403b plans have differences in how they comply with the regulations of the ERISA Act or the Employee Retirement Income Security Act, and those things are things that we are aware of. Sure. Well, uh, it sounds like uh, it can get a little complicated, and they're very similar, uh, but I appreciate you explaining that to me because I've always heard of both of those. Now, as usual, our time has just flown by. Our time is up for this week's show. Is there anything you'd like to share with the listeners before we go today? If you like what you heard today, go to our website, theviablegroup.com. Give us a call, 210-824-1750. We're anxious to talk with you. We'd love to help you as you work through your 401k rollover. Thank you for listening to the three big questions of retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tim Brown at The Viable Group. Call 210-824-1750 or visit them online at theviablegroup.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by The Viable Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Texas. Insurance products and services are offered through Viable Strategies, Inc. The Viable Group, Inc. and Viable Strategies, Inc. are affiliated companies. The Viable Group, Inc., Viable Strategies, Inc., and Tim Brown are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.